welcome aboard. Welcome to Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, helping people to explode into their lives with full impact mindfulness. There is no admission fee, only the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. Let the adventure begin. Today, as always, I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and producer of this program, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, welcome. Good to be here, Jim. I know you've had uh, some great conversations uh, with Natalie over the last couple of weeks. It's good to be back on uh, on the microphone with you. Yes, again. yes. Most recently uh, with uh, Miss Natalie Brenzavenga. And for those who missed it, perhaps you could go back to those episodes which aired recently. However, Mike, uh, we're talking about... Uh, we often talk about people being in recovery. And the reason I bring this up is that uh, recently I was uh, able to... Uh, speak to a what I consider my brothers and sisters uh, at an inpatient rehab recently. And I try to get across the point that everyone is in recovery from something, Mike. Yeah, something we talked about several times on this show. Like we, we all have something, some sticking point, some, you know, something that, that that's on our mind and keeping us from, I guess, moving forward. So when someone says he's in recovery or she's in recovery, what do what does one naturally assume that it's from? Uh, usually drugs and alcohol. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, people can be in recovery from sadness, mm-hmm. from grief, mm-hmm. from anxiety, depression, addiction to video games, chewing your fingernails, <laughs> relationship issues, many things. So what we often say, and people get so weary of, especially at rehabs, talking about this people, places, and things. Well, I'm going to add another one to that list, Mike, and that's boredom. Boredom? Boredom. Okay. So if we look at the people aspect of it first, we want to choose to be around people who elevate us, people who lift us up, people who challenge us in a good way, people who appreciate us, people who give us encouragement and support, people who make us feel part of. And we want to avoid the individuals who I refer to as emotionally needy, Mm -hmm. emotional vampires, people who just suck the emotion out of you, time thieves, people who take more of your time and demand more of them time, mainly about it's all about themselves. And when I think of the emotionally needy, um, I look at, I remember one time I was helping a person prepare a revised profile for to be on a dating site. And he was getting... Uh, many individuals who perhaps needed more help than he was qualified to give. Mm-hmm. So I had him at him add a line down at the bottom saying, "The emotionally needy need not apply." That's a very upfront way to do that. Yes, indeed. Now, often there's individuals that we encounter in our life, perhaps uh, people that we work with. Uh, maybe colleagues, classmates, that we have to tolerate. Mm -hmm. We have to tolerate. But I ask people, okay, well, given the fact that 
you work with them? Would you choose to participate in anything with them outside of work? Would you invite them to your child's birthday party? Uh, would you invite them to your birthday party or a family gathering, a family reunion of yours? And if the answer is no, then, Mike, they really don't need to be in your life. Mm -mm. And one of the hardest things is to sever that type of connection without hurting anybody's feelings. There's going to be some losses. There's going to be some discomfort. But, Mike, we're not responsible for how other people feel. As long as we're doing no harm, as long as we're doing no harm and can separate ourselves gracefully from that situation, you and I often talk about planting flowers and pulling weeds. Absolutely. And the next thing would be places, Mike. There are places where we feel uplifted, elevated, feel part of, look forward to going. Places that just feel right, that excite you, that let you be imaginative and creative, that you can't wait to get there. And then there's other places where we put ourselves in positions to be hurt, not necessarily physically, but emotionally. Uh, places where we don't feel part of, places where we it's distressful, where we feel awkward and out of place. Uh, let me give you an example about placing ourselves in positions, and it doesn't always have to be physical locations, Mike. At times I deal with individuals who have broken hearts as of a breakup, all right? So what that individual does, and perhaps you can chime in on this being the social media person, I find that this individual, either male or female, uh, trolls, and I hope that's the right term, Mike, uh, onto, on these people's Facebook, Instagrams, Twitter accounts, to see what they're doing. And Mike, they're putting themselves in a position to be hurt. Yeah, and it's like they gravitate towards that. It's like it's like it's 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 a it's a comfort in in that pain, right? All they're doing is opening themselves up for more heartache and suffering, mm -hmm. and anger, resentment, jealousy, all of those the, the things that accompany it. And occasionally, uh, perhaps that person will make some type of inappropriate remark mm -hmm. uh, on that particular person's account, which then leads to. Uh, I guess you'd call it flame wars. You describe it to me. Uh, drama, maybe. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because there always seems to be that 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 friend um, that you're somehow attached to that always seems to be that attention seeker. I, I, I you know, recently heard about it, like somebody showed up at a at a funeral and started drawing attention to themselves, and just like, well, that's not that's not for you. That's for the family. That's for the person. You know, the person that 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 is, that's for. You know. Well, generally, I found in that type of situation, when they make that type of maybe a derogatory comment and mm. some very inappropriate, uh, usually that person's friends will slam back, mm -hmm. and then perhaps uh, the other person's friends will also engage. Mm -hmm. uh, so it becomes a, quite a nasty drama when really uh, it would be best just to stand down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just step away. Just walk away. Like that's a choice you can make. What would we say about an argument party? You do. You do not have to take the invite. You do not have to attend. Mm -hmm. However, when a brick is thrown our way, we tend to want to pick it up and throw it back, mm -hmm. even if the brick missed. Absolutely. Okay. It, it, it's, it's the it's the principle of that brick. Sometimes. Right. So 
Resentments and arguments are like war, Mike. No one wins. No one wins an argument. And uh, for those who would care to, you can go back to a podcast probably a few years ago where the title of it was, Of Course I'm Right. People who are willful and insist on being right. And Mike, then we talk about things, okay? And not necessarily things that we obsess about. Gee, if I had a better car, my life would go much better. If I had a bigger house, if I had fancy clothes, if I had these things, obsessing about things that we believe that we want rather than need. Uh, There are also things that we hold on to, Mike, like when we talked about how some marsupials, animals are, when we talk about how monkeys are trapped, and we will review that right now as a mesh cage is built with a hole big enough just for the monkey's hand to get in. And when the monkey puts their hand in, there's some type of a desirable item in there like food or a shiny thing that the monkey grabs. And then the monkey tries to pull it out. However, with the closed fist, they cannot pull themselves out and they are trapped. Uh, And that's just like I ask people to determine what they're holding on to that's holding them back, like anger, resentment, jealousy, our old friend, fear, um, all these type of emotions that we want to learn how to let go of. And in the 12-step world, we refer to that as dropping the rock, dropping the rock. And then, Mike, there's boredom. There is boredom. And what happens when Mike is bored? <laughs> if, that, if that happens, if I, I don't know, I, 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 I thankfully I think I'm, I'm, I'm mostly good at occupying myself. I guess it's been a little hard lately. Um, you, you start. Uh, I think one thing that happens is something called doom scrolling. I think we discussed this before, where you just like kind of um, toil on social media or toil or have too much room in your head and it goes to a dark place, you know, and, and starts unintentionally poking maybe. Well, there's another thought in 12 step recovery that when we're by ourselves, we're with bad company Mm -hmm. and we tend that inner critic has a captive audience. Sometimes I need that other person to filter out the bad ideas. (laughs) For me. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. So drugs, alcohol, all the attendant vices, mm-hmm. uh, the sadness, the sorrow, the anxiety, the depression, it actually makes nothing to do something to do. Absolutely. We we want to be occupied and it's that's one of the things about meditation is finding the finding the space between the thoughts. And mm-hmm. when people tell me, gee, I can't meditate Uh, I tell them you're trying too hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So the thing is to not to try too hard. And getting back to people, Mike, uh, I'm going to take a little deeper dive into 12-step philosophy. And there's a thought in the 12-step world that when the creator or the divine, whatever you feel, puts people in our lives, Mike, we only share them. We Mm -hmm. don't own them. We don't own people. They're only shared with us. So if we have that concept that people are only shared with us, then I think we would probably take a more kindly view 
of having those relationships and those people in our lives. As when something's shared, Mike, uh, what are what is one of the first things we're taught in kindergarten? We learn how to how to share. How to share? Yeah. Yes. So these individuals are placed in our lives, and it's our responsibility to share them. Also, mm-hmm. we I know we try to we try to hold on to people. We try to actually make them our own and make their ours. Just the idea of, of don't leave me, I can't do this without you. Yes. Yeah. So often I hear that, Mike. Oh, don't leave me, I can't live without you. You're everything mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone ever says that to you, please turn around and run as fast as you can. <laughs> uh, but and to, to kind of roll on that, like then that if you hear that, you know, if your first instinct isn't to run, it's like the, I, I can't, leave them because of what will happen you know but to a certain point it's not your responsibility to look out for everybody else necessarily especially if it's damaging to yourself no no it isn't so uh, we always we always make ourselves available we share with people what works in our lives however every single individual is a 100% responsible for their health and wellness mm-hmm. now i know that there's some individuals through uh, circumstances beyond their control need assistance, okay? But then we want to provide them the opportunity to escape that particular situation and give them the tools to function on their own. And Mike, as always, we want to talk about everybody's in recovery from something and we Hear all these trite phrases thrown out. Well, if your life is bad, make better choices. However, no one lets you know how to make better choices. Mm -hmm. And in order to make better choices, perhaps you could listen to our upcoming video. And as always, we'd like to give a free prescription, fruits, nuts, and vegetables, unplug your television, and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website, We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.